Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Rent Free with Mackenzie Davis. This is Mackenzie Davis, of course. I am in a bit of a weird circumstance, so there is going to be no video for this week's episode, but I feel like most of you guys listen on Spotify and Apple anyway, so it's not really going to change um, much. I do apologize if there is any weird noise because I'm driving right now, and you might ask me, well, why are you trying to drive and record a podcast? So this week is all kinds of chaotic in my life. Um, I'm headed back to school to finish my last semester of college, and I have to head back early because I'm in a sorority and if you're familiar at all with the sorority process you have to do recruitment which is like a week-long process um, it's very very long like you spend like eight hours a day um, just going through girls and stuff and and most of it was virtual because of covid the i can never say it but the omnicron i think <laughs> i think that's how you say it kind of ruined that a little bit for us so the later rounds in the week will be in person. Regardless, it doesn't matter. I'm just driving back to school today, and today is the day I'm usually supposed to upload my podcast. It's Monday. But because I've been so busy trying to pack up my life and get ready to go back to school, I just wasn't prioritizing it. Hence, I am on my way back, and I'm recording it now. But to be honest, what a better time, because I have five hours of driving and nothing to do. So I'm able to just kind of record this as I go, and I kind of like that. So first things first that I wanted to talk about is the fact that I switched brokers this week, which is kind of a big deal, especially in real estate world. And you might like wonder why would I switch right before I go back to school? Something I'll explain later on. I used to rave to you guys about my broker. Like there was absolutely nothing wrong with the broker I was at. It was just a very small local brokerage that didn't offer much expansion especially with my social media following now i don't know if you guys are one of the people who have asked me this but i get asked all the time what broker i'm at and like if i offer mentorship or if people can work with me and stuff and it kills me inside every single time i have to be like no and i used to not even share my broker because it's like pretty local to me and i just didn't want people to know like exactly where i lived so I wasn't really able to share that, not to mention that it was a Maryland broker. So if you weren't in Maryland or Virginia, you just like could not use them. And that kind of sucked too. So I was kind of in the market for something a bit more expansive. And a friend of mine on TikTok reached out to me who was at Real Broker, R-E-A-L, like real estate, basically. Real Broker is the broker that I'm at now. And he was like, you should so get into this because one, it's in all 50 states and it's in Canada, which I was like, okay, bet, because I needed something that I could like connect to you guys. It felt so bad being like, well, sorry, like I recommend all these tips for finding brokers, but then I can't even tell you mine. Like it was just not good. I just stopped to get Dunkin' Donuts, so I'm like officially ready to go and I'm not getting gas. I have like a little over half a tank left, um, but I just think it's funny because it took me, I mean, this is my last semester of college, so it took me this long to realize that it doesn't matter if I get gas or not before I leave. I'm going to have to stop regardless to pee because I always get Dunkin' and then I drink probably like an entire Hydro Flask on my way. Um, and so it really, oh gosh, I just slid on ice. I don't like that. I really don't want this to be a scary drive because we just had a lot of snow recently, but the roads have been fine. So 
Just hoping for that. Hopefully the sound isn't too bad. I'm going to try to finish this up before I get on the beltway because that's when I know my roof rack makes so much noise. I'm going to pick up back where I left off. And like I said, nothing against my old broker. I just needed to find something that worked better for me and my audience. And so that's exactly what I did. And now this, this broker, Real Broker is really, really cool because it's entirely virtual. So if you want to have an office, like you can, you can do that, but they don't have like physical offices where you can like go in, which to be honest, I went to my last broker one time. Like it wasn't like, I think a lot of people think that you spend your days at the office, like any other job. Cause I mean, that's pretty typical. Like I would, I would understand why you would think that, but the only time I went to my broker was to drop off a check. And I've actually never met him in person. That could have a lot to do with COVID. I don't really know. But, like, regardless, it's not a big deal to be in person or not in person. Um, the only thing I think that changes is if you have a mentor and you want to shadow them. And that would be nice to have them in person. So, this new broker is virtual, which I also like because I'm away at school. And they do a lot of new member education classes, which I still like to attend, or I like to attend to like stay current on my license and everything. They don't offer direct mentorship, but it's really cool because they offer revenue sharing. So if you don't know what that is, it sounds a bit pyramid schemey when you hear about it, but I promise like I wouldn't recommend something that I thought was bad. It's not like you pay any extra than you would at a regular broker. It's just that if you bring people on underneath you, you get a percentage of what they make, but it's not any more out of their pocket. So this broker split is 85-15 until you cap at 12,000, which is not even that much. And then uh, that 15%, it's what is divided for the revenue sharing. And so anybody they bring on under them, you make a percentage of. And does that create a pyramid? Yes, it does. But is it a pyramid scheme? No, it's not. Being at a broker is just one of those things that people tend to be like, well, that's kind of weird. Like, that's a little schemey. But it's like you have to pay into it and any broker to be like to pay your fees. Like there's errors and emissions. There's all that kind of stuff that they take care of for you or should. And um, so you have to kind of put in some some money to get started but anyway that's a grudge for another day I just don't like when people try to be like oh my god this is so scammy I'm like well this is how it is like it's just real estate like I don't know what to say everyone in this business whatever you get the point so not only did I think that this was a cool opportunity for myself but I thought it was really cool for you guys because you guys ask if there's an opportunity to work with me and because I'm at this broker if you sign to my broker, I can sort of act as a mentor towards you. Obviously, I cannot meet like in person with people because I'm in a different state probably than most of you. But if you were in the same state or close by, I would totally meet with people. Regardless, I'm able to directly work with you guys on real estate deals. And I think that is so freaking cool. Like I'm like, what the heck? I don't know. And the guy who brought me on, his name's Bob. Shout out Bob if you're listening. I don't think he is, but shout out. He is also on TikTok, which is really cool. And he was saying how it's a really great way to make a passive income 
with revenue sharing. But not only that, they have stocks. So you can use part of your commission to buy stock in the company. And since it's kind of newer, not like new, new, but just newer compared to like a Coldwell banker, it's a really cool opportunity because as the company grows, your stock's going to grow and you're just going to make money on that stock. They give you like a bonus if you buy it with a commission. I don't even really know that part yet because I have not closed a deal with them. But other than that, they don't have any fees besides your typical yearly fee. And I think this part is really, really nice because they actually take your yearly fee out of your first two commissions, which I've never experienced before. And I love that because usually in October, that's when I have had my fees in the past. And if you don't know anything about real estate, actually, I don't even know if this is true among all states and people, but all of my realtor board fees are right around October, November. So I'm always like shelling out the money. And even though it's a yearly fee and like I know it's coming, it just kind of sucks to have to pay all of that at once. So I love that they offer like to take it out of your first two commissions or they don't offer. That's just how they do it. And I'm like, okay, that's cool. So realistically, I think this broker, like even though I preach so much about flat rate brokers in the past, which I still think are amazing. I love the idea of the flat rate broker. I really like the idea of this kind of a broker because of the like ability to create a passive income for yourself, but also like the ability to connect with other realtors. So I guess the idea is that if you bring on other agents, you're going to want to motivate them to do better because it helps you. And then those agents will want to motivate the agents they bring on, et cetera. Everybody works as a team. And also because it's in all 50 states, there's not a ton of competition because you're all over the place, you know? You're not going to compete with someone from California because you're in completely different markets, which I think is so dope. Not that I've ever really experienced competition like that. Like in my state, like I feel like all the agents I've encountered in my broker have always been really nice, but the agents and other brokers are not. Something else I really wanted to say is that I completely have always been transparent with you guys and I 100% recognize that you guys coming to Real Broker is beneficial to me. Like if you came to work under me, it wouldn't be under me, but like if I brought you on, it would be beneficial. But I want you guys to know that I say that with no ill intent. Like if you come to me and you tell me your situation and your situation sounds like this broker might not be the best for you, I will straight up tell you that. I've already done that. Like people have DM'd me and some girl said that she was a new agent and that she really wants hands-on experience and all that stuff. And I was like, you know, this is not going to be the place for you then because it's virtual, you know, she can't go into an office and, and get the hands-on experience. So maybe it is better for more experienced agents or people that are fine with doing zoom meetings, you know, like stuff like that. So I don't want you guys to think that I'm trying to be scammy or schemy or anything. I genuinely did this so that I could help you guys. And that if you do come work for real broker, like I will be able to connect with you directly. It's Tuesday now, and I still haven't uploaded this podcast. I'm really sorry. If you guys are familiar with, like, sorority recruitment at all, it is such a chaotic week. And last night, our meeting was supposed to be, like, two hours, and it ended up being four. I didn't get out until 9 p.m., and then I had to unpack. So I just have been a mess. 
I'm still trying to get this up today. I'm not as busy today, so hopefully that will work. I kind of just wanted to wrap up that thought with like a comparison. And I know finding a broker is really, really important. Like that's a big step in getting your license. It's probably the easiest step because like any broker is gonna want you. It's not the hardest step in the sense that it's hard to do. It's just, it's a lot to consider. And I just want you guys to know that like, I would never mislead you in any direction. Um, obviously if I'm somewhere, I wholeheartedly believe in them. But compared to my old broker, like just being completely transparent, like their split is less, like they had a flat fee. And I think that that's really the only con at my new broker. And I wouldn't even call it a con because of the opportunity to make passive income. So, you know, we'll see. And I hope that you guys are happy where you're at, or if you're not, that you're finding that place that that feels like home to you. Wanted to also talk about the balance of being a student and a realtor because it's it's definitely a weird one. And I know that whether or not you are a student, you might be able to relate to this and the fact that like so many people start real estate as part-time and that's because it is not easy to get started and get income right away. So a lot of people are working part-time or they're a student or you know, whatever the case may be, I think it's more normal to start real estate, not full time. A big question is like, well, what do you do and how do you balance it and all that stuff? So I'm just going to break it down for you guys. And I'm sorry if you've already heard some of this. I know that I talk about the same things kind of often, get new followers and I want to make sure I cover all my bases and everything, but I don't think I've really went this into depth about the balance and, and maybe my skills for time management as well. So I'm just going to fill you guys in on that that aspect of my life. If you don't bit. know my background, I am a third year college student, but I'm graduating in the spring. I'm graduating early and I am a licensed realtor in Maryland, but I go to school in Virginia. I go to Virginia Tech, go Hokies. If you've ever wanted to come here, you definitely should. It's the best school on the planet. I am a little bit biased, <laughs> but besides that, when I'm at school, I am the research coordinator for my research lab. So I work Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. It is a full-time job. Obviously, I leave for my class in between, but as soon as I'm done class, I go back to my office. Like, that is my job, and that's been my dream job since I was a freshman. Like, I am very much in love with psychology, and I want to be a therapist. So that's why I'm in college still. And I got my real estate license after my freshman year of college. So it was never in a plan for me. It just kind of happened over quarantine and I'm glad it did, but it's not like directly related to my career path. And then at school, along with being the center coordinator, I'm in a sorority and I have a leadership position in that sorority. So I plan like parents weekend, founders day and senior week. That's my position. I love planning things and I love being organized by the way. And then I am the president of psychology club. So those are like my responsibilities. And if you can't tell by me saying that, I am a busy body to like a T. I can't sit still. I don't like have ADHD or anything, but like I can focus and everything. It's just that I don't like to watch like TV and stuff like that. And to be honest, it creates anxiety in me when I am not doing anything. Like 
feel like whenever I say that, it comes off wrong because I wish that I could relax. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not saying that if you can't, if you can relax all the time and you have the opposite problem that you're like lazy or whatever. I don't think that at all about other people. I'm honestly jealous. I just, my mind doesn't work that way. You know what I mean? I have to stay busy at all times when I'm awake. I think that if I were able to do real estate while I was in school, like full time, it would be totally manageable. Like with the responsibilities that I've taken on, I can tell that like if I didn't have to devote time to those things, I would have so much free time to devote to real estate. And people ask me that like all the time, like, well, would you have time? Would I have time to do this? And the beauty of real estate is that you can take on as much or as little responsibility as you feel like you want to. So if you want to figure out if you can take on one client at a time while you're in your classes, go for it. And if you're like, this is perfect, then continue to only take on one client at a time. Or, you know, you're like, well, I have more free time than I thought. You can just take on more and more clients and it really will just work out to your advantage. And then as far as time management goes, I think that priority, like prioritizing what is most important to you is very, very helpful. And like, obviously that sounds kind of like, well, yeah, why wouldn't you do that? But most people like, like getting involved in a lot can be scary and overwhelming and everything. So if you take the time to, you know, say, well, right now in my life, I'm working towards my degree and that's what I'm going to put first. And if I have time, I will do real estate. And if I don't, that's okay. And that will come later when I have a break or, you know, whatever it might be, then that's just what you have to do. And, you know, you can change your priorities all the time. So that's something I really like to do is kind of reevaluate where I'm at, what I've been doing, what's going on. And so, you know, over winter break, I did not do nearly as much real estate. And even though I wasn't in school, I needed that. I was working like crazy last semester because I was applying to graduate school. I was still working nine to five. I was in 18 credits and I was working as a referral agent, finishing up my deals that I had from the summer. Like I was very overwhelmed and while I was busy and I enjoyed it, like I definitely needed and deserved that break that I had for winter, you know, just to spend time with family and go through the holidays and stuff. And I did take on a few clients and I was appreciative that I was able to do that and it was great, but I did not nearly tackle it like I did this past summer where I was just go, go, go constantly doing real estate. And that's because I prioritized my mental health and (laughs) my well-being for once. I just kind of let myself be. And I think that that is something people need to recognize too, that even though that's not a job and you're not getting paid or required to do it, it's just as important as anything else. And that's coming from me, a psychology mental health therapist wannabe. So, you know, listen to me maybe. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. I, I just, I'm passionate about mental health. You can see that like, as the seasons go, you'll have different things going on and you can pick and choose what you want to do. So in the summer, I am always a full-time agent. I don't have school going on and I just fully devote myself to being a business bitch. Like I am on my shit. So, you know, that's just, that's how it, it panned out for me that's pretty cliche but that I would not be able to live without is a planner and a notepad. 
if I can't get everything out of my head that's in my head, I will go insane. <laughs> I don't care if it's like a random to-do list of like five things I have to do tomorrow. Just writing it out on paper makes me so much more efficient. It lets me plan things out. It takes the stress away from me or at least a little bit of it. And you get a lot more done. And I often find that crossing things off my to-do list is like a motivator. So it's like, oh, I just did that. And I only have three more things today. Let's get them off the list. You know, like it really, really helps to write everything out. And in the same way that it does to schedule things. So I use Google Calendar. I used to be super into planners, like physical planners. And I think that once I went to college, I couldn't really use one anymore because I mean, I could, but I was in class where like I was on my computer all the time. So it was just easier for me to switch to an electronic calendar. So I just use like the Apple one that's on my Mac and it syncs to my phone and everything like my, my Apple watch is sunk up to it and everything, which I love. But you know, it's important to be organized in this business. And especially if you're tackling like 10 different things at once, like college and, and also, or a, a job and, and maybe real estate at the same time, you definitely need to block out certain times and really devote time to what you want in your life and what your priorities are. And, um, and I can promise you that if you do that, you're going to be successful. You know, it might take a little bit of time and, and everything, but the effort will pay off in, and I think that the reason that a lot of realtors, there's like a high turnover rate with realtors because people expect to get into this business and make the quick money. And it's not like that. I mean, it can be. I had a very good experience, but I understand that that's rare. Like I closed my first deal in three weeks um, and I was so excited about that. But I know that that's not the norm. That probably was partially just due to luck, but at the same time, I, I feel like my perseverance and my hard working, like my work ethic had a lot to do with it. So, you know, don't, don't get discouraged if things aren't happening right away and prepare yourself for that too. You know, have savings in case you don't have a job and make sure you can support yourself if things don't pan out the way you're expecting or hoping for right in the beginning. But Either way, you know, there's lead generation services and there's brokers that do give you leads and there's a lot of like things that you can do to supplement your clientele even if you're not making 100% commission. Maybe you're buying the leads and that's okay, but it will give you the experience, it will give you the confidence, it will give you the knowledge, like everything that you are so hoping for and needing in real estate you can get other places from a mentor, from a team, from a broker, from lead apps. There's so many solutions that I don't think people really realize and they don't utilize everything. And that's why it turns, it turns out to have such a high turnover. Other than that, I think a popular question I get is if I lose out on anything because I'm in a career job at this point and I want to say like absolutely not if anything I have more opportunity to do what I want so like this past summer I went on a few different vacations and I still slept in every once in a while honestly pretty often and then other days I was up pretty early and um you know you just kind of do with what you have so like was I getting up and answering phone calls every once in a while when I was with friends yeah but I was still able to hang out with friends, go out with friends, live my normal life. Like I said earlier, like I'm in a sorority at school. 
I hang out with those people and I live a normal college life. So you don't have to change everything just because you have multiple passions. And I've said this before, I'll say it again. Life is way too short to not pursue everything that you love in life, regardless if they are the same category of thing like psychology and real estate for me. But I think I'm going to end the episode here. It was a little bit all over the place. I'm sorry for that. Hopefully now that I'm back at school, the holidays are over. I can just get back into a routine. And sorry, this is going up a day late, but tomorrow I will still have a YouTube video up for you guys. So look out for that as well. I hope you guys are having a good start to the new year. I hope you guys are achieving those goals that you set for yourself. (laughs) And I will talk to you guys next week.